Mm-hmm. Oh, hey. Didn't see you there. This whole audio format thing makes it difficult sometimes. Anyways, you must be here about those heinous investigators, right? Well, you made it just in time for season two. And just in case you're new here or need a little refresher, here's what you missed last season. We start off as many stories do. Strangers in a small town brought together by mysterious circumstances. The small town? Ainsbury. The strangers? Well, we've got Beverly Carlton, our former criminal-turned-lawyer protagonist, Miriam Pryor, our story's badass weapons specialist and not-at-all-a-love interest, Jack and Algernon Graham, the superhuman twins who could not be more different, Virginia, Ginny Kelly, our sweet romantic vampire, Orville, our telekinetic brooding boy, and Dr. Elliot Quaid, our pacifist angel doctor with a, uh, devilish side. No surprise here, but our group of chaos monsters ends up getting in a bit of trouble. And by a bit of trouble, I mean wrecking a library and burning down a portion of the town. Enter Martin Hendrickson, owner of Hainsbury to offer a timely exit. Turns out he'd been keeping tabs on all of them, and waiting for some big disaster once they finally came together. Martin 1, Investigator 0. Anywho, Martin takes the group back to his family residence, where we meet Liza, Sweet plant girl with a competitive streak and Frank Epstein, the enthusiastic inventor and walking embodiment of the phrase. I did it for science! And with that, you've met all the investigators. Aside from the junior ones, that is, but we'll get to them later. But yeah, back to the whole town destruction thing. Martin puts forth a proposition to the group. Work with him to investigate the strange and paranormal things around Hainsbury as a way to make up things to the town. It's a solid guilt trip. And with that, our investigators were primed to start on their first case. Finding lost underground treasure from days of Hainsbury past. Very dramatic, I know. But, before we get to that, we can't have heroes without villains, right? For that, we have Delia and Nate Smith, our criminal sibling duo and childhood friends of Carlton. Or in Delia's case, a little bit more than friends. As you can probably guess, they were in town looking for the same lost treasure as the investigators. And so the chase began. There was some sleuthing, trap triggering and evading, treasure finding, childhood reunions, threatening with guns, and a land shark. But after some tricky maneuvers by the investigators, Delia and Nate were incapacitated, and the treasure was returned to the town. Much to Algie's chagrin. With that task completed, the investigators decided to stay together and work as a team to better the town, blah, blah, blah. Delia and Nate, they began to plot their revenge. And that was just the first few episodes. Throughout the remainder of the season, the investigators faced many of Hainsbury's paranormal challenges, including giant worms, vampiric exes, an invisible creep, witches, and the most formidable of all, team bonding. They also took a journey to what they call the Scary Sphere, a dimension of monsters with an entrance that happens to be a magical portal behind the town bar. Meanwhile, Delia and Nate on their own path to destroy the investigators, and after an unsuccessful plan involving some ghostfish, we won't go there. Anyway, they summoned the immortal and all-powerful sorceress Circe to help enact their devious plans. Yeah, that's me. And I am now bound to help 
then until the time the investigators are defeated. Woo. Anyway, we threw a few curveballs of our own into the mix, like a corn demon named Todd, and what was undoubtedly the weirdest hunt I've seen since Odin squared off with Artemis. Trust me, it was messed up. But through it all, the investigators somehow managed to come out on top. Oh, it wouldn't be a full recap without mentioning the junior investigators. Yes, there are children involved in all this. There's Rachel. Miriam's eight-year-old daughter with the power to bend reality, and the creativity to make it interesting. And Benji, Frank's nine-year-old brother who's got the same smarts as his big bro, but not quite as much, uh, enthusiasm. And there you have it. Now you're caught up and ready to see, or I guess hear, what happens next in Heinous Investigations. <laughs>